Welcome everyone. You're listening to The River Podcast, where you can find messages to help you strengthen your walk with Christ and refresh your soul. Here's our message from this past week. So um, I needed a story to start my message. I wanted to start off with something, right? And I was struggling, man. I was like, Lord, what am I going to say to start this off? And then before I came here, I was praying, God, I need a miracle. Put something in my mind. Holy Spirit, say something to me. And, um, <laughs> and I was starving. This was about 7 o'clock. And I was walking over to Faith Chapel because we have to do our pre-service meeting. And um, I see Josh in the car. So I bang on the window. I said, Josh, come on, man. We're going to do our meeting. And Josh is eating a big old plate of food. I said, Josh, is that chicken? Josh said, yes, this is chicken. <laughs> so it's to quote Pastor Solomon from last week, chicken. Mm-mm-mm. I said, Josh, can I get the piece? That man gave me a drumstick. And, um, and even the little things, man, how you can speak to God and, and through everything, he makes a little simple miracle happen. Every simple little miracle that God can just put in your path and make it happen for you. God is just so good. And that leads me to the title of my message, which is Simple Miracles. Uh, my wife is out of town, so I had to make the graphic, and I hope you guys like it. Uh, <laughs> um, and my, you know, my first point is, can you see the simple miracles? You know, in our everyday lives, we always ask for the big, huge miracles, right? We need healing for whatever we're going through. For, for knee pain, for back pain, you, you twisted your ankle. We always pray for healing. That's like, I think, the biggest miracle people pray for or financial stability, or financial deliverance. Um, Those are some of the big things that people are always praying for, for fixing a relationship, and just so many other things that people go through in their daily lives. They say, God, I need a miracle. God, I'm stuck in this traffic. I need a miracle to make it to work on time, because if I get one more tardy, <laughs> you know, my boss is going to write me up. Uh, you know, and there's just so much things that we pray for. And uh, sometimes we don't get the answer we want for those miracles and in the in-between of that like can we see the simple miracles that God is doing through you and for you um and as I was reading I'm gonna read in 2nd Kings 6 in a second um just one of the simple miracles that we never really talk about and we don't really see because a lot of times we don't see it as a miracle we just see it as another story in the Bible and something that happened, and we don't really pay a second thought to it. So in 2 Kings 6, 1 through 7, the ESV version, it says, Now the son of the prophet said, See the place where we dwell under your charge. It's too small for us. Let us go to the Jordan, and each of us get there a log, and let us make a place for us to dwell there. And, and he answered, Go. Then one of them said, Be pleased to go with your servants. They, they were asking him to come, and he said, I will go. So he went with them. And then when they came to the Jordan, they cut down trees. But as them, one of them was felling a log, his axe head fell into the water, and he cried out, Alas, my master, it was borrowed. And even mine. Then the man of God said, Where did it fall? When he showed him the place, he cut off a stick and threw it in there and made the iron float. And he said, Take it up. So he reached out his hand, and he took it. You know, it's not a big deal. Nobody was in danger. Nobody was dying. Nobody was getting chased down. Nobody was getting beat up. Nobody was struggling to feed their children. Nobody was struggling to live. But an axe had fell in the water, and he was worried because it wasn't his. It was someone else's. He lost his axe head, and God made it float. 
you know, back to the surface. Now, and I, I can imagine, like, you know, you're chopping down trees, you're going at it, and then you just take one backswing, that thing just flies off, right? And it fell in the water. And, um, and there's so many simple miracles in this. It's just nobody got hurt. An ax head, a sharp ax head flew off, and nobody was injured. Nothing happened. It, it fell in the lake, and then God made it float. You know, and sometimes when things like this happen, we are so quick to say, man, aren't I lucky? That thing, it's floating. It fell on a rock. Or it's right there. I can grab it. Oh, man, I'm so lucky, man. Oh, karma's being good to me. I, I was helping out these people, and now it's coming back to me. Um, and when stuff like that happens, we don't even consider it. Maybe it was the current. Maybe it got stuck on a rock, and it's floating. And we do that a lot. We see the simple miracle and just look the other way, and we forget who controls the current, who put that rock there thousands of years ago and planned for this very moment, possibly, or who moved the rock there at a snap of a finger because he can if he wants. He can do whatever he wants, right? Um, God can make the simple miracles happen, Amen. you know, and, and in situations like this and even in our everyday lives, how many times do we go through stuff like that? Or maybe, oh man, the light's green. Thank God I need to make it to work. And there's just, in school, you know, oh man, I found the perfect tutor. It just happened that her time slot or his time slot was the one that was open. And the way that he teaches and the way that he tutors me is just so perfect. God, I was praying for a way to pass this class. And, you know, I, I was lucky. I found a good tutor. No, you weren't. God made sure the tutors before that were filled, that that one was waiting for you then. And that right person was right there for you. Um, and how many of you guys have prayed for miracles to happen? I know I have. I, I do it all the time for a lot of different things, right? Um, a few years ago, uh, my brother was hit by, you know, a drunk boater. And they called our family over to the hospital. And they said that he uh, wasn't going to make it, that he had no chance of survival. That there was no point of us praying. There's his um, spine was severed from his um, head. It was a bad accident. Um, he was run over by the boater. So we prayed and we believed. I know my dad's here, my stepmom, my sister, we all prayed. We were in that hospital room for a few days praying, believing. And it was hard because, you know, we called everybody. We called our pastors, everyone we knew. We were devastated. Um, and they were just telling us there's nothing that can be done. Pull the plug. And you know, my sister said, yeah, there is. We're going to keep praying. There's, it's going to happen. God's going to make it happen. And... Um, in that moment, I was praying and, you know, listening to worship music like we do and just praying and believing. And I had peace, and I was so mad at myself. I said, God, why am I not more upset than I am right now? Why are you giving me peace right now? I don't want peace. I look like a jerk who doesn't care about his family, right? I'm sitting here, and, and I'm doing okay. And, and in that peace, in that quiet, where my mind wasn't rushing and it was silent, and nothing was going on, you know, God spoke to me. And, um, and he spoke to me, and he said, you know, you're not the only ones that are looking for a miracle right now. I know you're very focused on the miracle you want, but you're not the only one that's focused on a miracle. There are millions of people praying for miracles and believing. Those who believe in me and those who don't are seeking after me for miracles, for signs. Um, and he let me know in the, the piece that um, he was getting called home that day. And, you know, that was going to be the end. That the miracle we were seeking wasn't actually going to come in the way that we thought. Um, and God spoke to me and he said it was his turn to be the miracle. You know, 
the Holy Spirit in that moment, because when you're in that quiet and listen to the Holy Spirit, he can just place stuff in your mind, right? Oh, that's, what a coincidence I thought of that. How did that pop into my mind, right? Maybe I saw something that reminded me, brought into my mind. Um, You know, the Holy Spirit brought into my mind, you know, there are people who, in order to live and have their lives, you know, need organ donations and organ transplants. And um, in that moment, you know, I approached um, one of the nurses that was there and we talked to them and we made the decision to donate his organs and, um, and do that, you know. He became the miracle in that moment because of him, six other people have full lives, you know, his kidney, his liver, and the body parts that they used and harvested were used in his death so that others could live their lives to the fullest, right? And that's how God works and even, you know, comparing that to Jesus where he came and he died and he gave his life for others. And we are called to follow him. And sometimes that means laying your life down for your brother, whether voluntarily or whether God calls you to that place and to do that, you know. And it was actually a full circle um, for us because one of the reasons that he was able to even see was because when he was a kid, someone had passed away. And in that, they donated their corneas and he was able to see because he had received a transplant many, many years ago. and it's interesting because in those situations, hospitals, they can't approach you. So they're not allowed to come and ask you, do you want to donate? What do you want to do? Because they're not allowed to pressure you, right? So if I had never approached them, if I hadn't listened to what the Holy Spirit was telling me, I would have never, we would never even know that was an option. Because we weren't thinking of that. We were so focused on the miracle we were seeking that we never considered that maybe God had something else in place in another plan to glorify him, Um, you know. So you don't just cry out to God and tell him the miracle you want, but we have to ask for his wisdom and direction because like I said, we don't know that much, even though we think we do. Lord knows I think that, you know, but I think that I know a lot. Um, And we don't, and we have to rely on God. And when we get in situations where we're so confident that God's gonna give us what the miracle we're asking for, because that's what God wants and we don't focus on him, we lose sight of him, even if we claim to be believing in the miracle, we have to focus on him. Um, in Jeremiah 33.3, in the SV, it says, Call to me, and I will answer you, and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Um, there's so much that God has in store that we just don't know yet. We have to ask for wisdom, because a lot of times we tell God what we want, and we don't, like I said, we don't sit there and wait for what he has to say. We tell him, okay, God, amen. We had that conversation. I'm seeking after you. No, you're not. You're at a drive-thru telling him what you want to eat. You know, you have to sit there and listen. Hey, maybe we're out of fries today, buddy, so you're not going to get that in your meal. You know, um, and we have to ask and seek for his wisdom. And sometimes we have to wait and see. You know, um, there are just simple miracles in everything. And that was a simple miracle that people are able to live and sometimes you overlook, overlook that, oh, you know, it was a blessing that we were able to do this. But it was a miracle that other people can live. They were waiting for that. And it is, and we overlook that, you know, in our grief and then trying to get to our peace. We overlook the simple miracle of life. Like uh, when I was 18, I dated somebody for three years. And uh, when we broke up, I was devastated, right? I thought I was going to marry this person. Um, and I was devastated. I was so upset. I was praying, God, please, a miracle. Bring us back together, Lord. We need to be back together, God. Come on. And in that time, God said, okay, so, and I said, okay, God, I'm going to work on myself, and I'm going to be better. 
So I, you know, I, I started looking back and um, I started saying, I was, I was mean here. I was very abrupt. I was very argumentative. I was very aggressive or I was manipulative or whatever I was. And I started trying to like work in myself. And then we ended up obviously not getting back together because you guys know my wife. But um, in that moment, it's like, oh, okay, God, the miracle didn't come. But the simple miracle that God was able to transform my life in that time that is overlooked, like, I'm not that mean person anymore, or I'm not manipulative, I'm not aggressive, I'm not, you know, all the things that I was working on, I'm not gonna list them all for you guys so you guys can use it against me later, but, you know, I'm not those things that I used to be, and isn't that a miracle? That God can work in our lives and our mind, you know, and, and change us when we seek him. And in the moment, you don't realize it because you don't stop to say, wow, this is a miracle, God. You're working in my life. Um, and in the end, they made you better. Obviously, my wife likes me most of the time, so I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, and that just kind of comes to my uh, another thing I was going to say. We all have prayed for something, and God has given us something totally different than what we asked for or expected, right? In Jeremiah 33, 3, like, we, were, we are told to call to God, and he will reveal things that we have not known. Things that we are not smart enough, maybe are too focused on something that we don't see what's around us, right? And in Matthew 7, 7, it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. Okay, God, well, I asked for my relationship back or I asked that this deal that I was trying to close was going to close and I was going to get that commission. I asked that this is the house I wanted. It was a long, it was a stretch. It would be a miracle if I got it. But it didn't happen. I asked, you said, if I asked, it would happen, right? Um, we believed in faith and we say, why hasn't it happened? Why hasn't my miracle that I've been praying for come to pass? You know, many people misinterpret this verse to mean that God will give believers what they ask for, but that's just not 100% true, right? Um, like, you pray for a new car, then you wake up the next day and there's the same old car in the driveway. I mean, I've done that. I'm like, God, nice if I go to, I'll be on like um, autotrader.com on the app on my phone. Or um, my friend Dennis knows, I text him all the time. At night, I'll be telling him, Dennis, I'm looking at houses. And he's like, hey, what are you looking at houses for? Dude, you just bought a place. I'm like, but I want a house. And I'm praying and I'm believing. And I'm sending him links. I'm like, yo. Um, and it's funny talking about buying a new car. Side story. Um, <laughs> a few years ago, I had an old, older car. And um, Natasha had agreed to go on a date with me. <laughs> and my friend Phil and I, uh, I'm like, Phil, I've been praying, man for a miracle, and I think God is going to give me that miracle. He said, what is it? And I said, I've been praying for a new car. I'm like, I'm going to get it today. And he's like, dude, why are you going to get it today? Do some research. I'm like, no, nah, man, I got a date on Friday, so I got to buy my new car today. I got to impress this girl. Because um, <laughs> I was like, I got to impress her. No, she drives an Audi. Little did I know that she doesn't drive an Audi. Her car was in the shop, and the only car available to rent, <laughs> when she went to go rent a car, was an Audi. And I'm like, man, I bought a new car to impress this girl, and that's, she drives a Mitsubishi, man. I would have been fine with my other Ford Fusion, you know? But um, <laughs> the side story. Anyways, the, the <laughs> uh, I prayed for a miracle, but then I went out on my own and did it. And let's just say I got into some financial <laughs> hardships later because I had to pay off the car, you know, before I traded in. But um, back to my message. So it just came into my mind. You know, maybe you ask for your business, you own a business, and you need customers lined up because um, you need to stay afloat, right? You're not getting that, that flow when you have a restaurant. It's the pandemic, and you're like, God, what am I going to do? Nobody's buying food. They're all scared. 
this is all I have, or you need to close a sale because you need that commission, or maybe a job recruiter to call you back because without you, the job you're applying for, you won't know what to do. This is it, like it's your last shot. Like without this job, without that check that's gonna come in two weeks from this job, the bank's gonna foreclose on my property and that's it. My home or my car is gonna get repoed. You know, it's the end. Or so we think sometimes, you know. There are great and hidden things that you have not known. These are miracles, right? That are working as you are waiting for what you think is the only miracle that will be able to save you. Um, when you think there's only one thing that can save you, God says, no, man, I'm infinite. I got so many ideas, you don't even know. You don't even know what I can do. You really think I can only do one thing? Come on, bro, don't even, man. I mean, I can do a lot. Um, and in those instances, you realize, you know, God isn't a heavenly uh, vending machine that dishes out whatever you pray for. It's not that drive-through. If you got the money, he's got the goods. That's not how it works. You got the prayer. It doesn't mean you're going to get the answer you want. That's not it. He doesn't say yes to every prayer in the way we think yes should be said. For those who seek and believe in faith, God will give you whatever he wants for you, right? Whatever he wants. Um, and sometimes that does align with us if our hearts are in the right place and we're seeking God and he's placed in our heart exactly what, um, you know, whatever we want. But in some instances, that's not the case. And in case anyone didn't know, you know, the gifts and direction that God gives to his people, you know, are so much better than what they ask for. So in the moment, it may seem like the miracle that he's giving you is not what you want or what you need, but in the long run, it will be. And you have to look around because in those waiting times, there is so much going around you, you know. You can breathe. Your lungs are going up and down. You're living, you know. Um, and yeah, maybe you need a new car, but your old one is somehow still running. And you're like, man, this thing is still turning on. Man, I'm so lucky, this old piece of junk. This, you know, this Toyota, Japanese made, it's the good stuff, right? 200,000 miles. Like, nah, man, not all cars run that way, you know. Isn't it amazing how God's keeping it going? How God allows it to be turned on? You know, I don't know how, you know, this uh, motor hasn't just fallen through the bottom of the car. It's all rusted on the bottom. Man, maybe you got an angel there holding it up, man. God's those miracles and you never know, you know. And those simple miracles that we miss, we need to be attend pay attention to because we have to be grateful for God for what he gives us on the daily. The things that we become so accustomed to that they're no longer miracles. They're just what God is obligated to give us or so we think. And it's not necessarily true at all. You know, and maybe you're almost not making it without the customers you need for your business or without the new job that you need, yet somehow you're making it by and God is still good. He is still taking care of you and you still have to rely on him. Yes, you're just making it by, but isn't it just the simplest of miracles that you are making it by? God, I don't know how I'm doing it, man. How did I make that payment? How have I not killed myself? I I'm so depressed. It's a miracle that I'm alive. Yeah, it's not just a saying. God's keeping you going. You're barely making it by, but you're making it. You're going, and you, you keep moving, you know? And, um, yeah, and we just missed the simple miracle because God has you. And like I said, the simple miracle of breath in our lungs, and my wife told me to say this, and she's not here, but I'm saying it for her. When a baby's born, he doesn't know how to breathe, right? So he has like a split second to learn how to pull that air into his lungs. Isn't that a miracle? I remember when my nephew was born, I was in the room. Big mistake. I regret doing it. I love you, sister. But uh, uh, 
I remember I didn't hear him cry. I started freaking out, man. I didn't hear him cry for like two seconds. I was freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, he's not crying. He's not breathing. But then you hear that, like that cry and then he doesn't stop for like a good while. But just that miracle, those few seconds, the child, the baby has to learn how to breathe. He was just born. He doesn't know anything. At that miracle that God says, hey, bub, here you go. Here's a little button. And I'm going to push your lung in just once and you're going to breathe out, right? <laughs> you know, and God is just so, so good. And throughout God's word, he gives us all the answers we need. Isn't that a miracle? I mean, the Bible, that through pages, I have a digital Bible right now, but like through the Bible, through those thin, thin pages. You know how thin those Bible pages are? You guys ever notice you're flipping through, like it's so easy to rip them or you try to highlight it and it's just like, man, it's going through the other page. Um, but even just through those pages, how God can speak to us, how he can bring joy and peace through words written on a page. And we're like, God, this is so good. God, thank you for this. We forget that it's a simple miracle that we have gotten used to, that we forget to thank God for that miracle, the miracle of actually having this, that we can read it and it can bring us peace because they are his words. Or the fact that it's even made, we forget that, you know, God didn't send this down on a tablet. He spoke through people who, who wrote it down and through the ages it was put together. But we forget that God spoke through people to do this, like me and you back in the day, to make this book of his living word that has life. Isn't that a miracle? And we just forget those simple miracles that we have in front of us. And we forget to thank God for them and say, well, man, God, you're full of miracles everywhere I look, you know. And um, sometimes we're just so blinded by the miracle we want that we don't see the actual miracle that God is working in and around us in that moment. You know, and God won't give you the miracles you aren't ready to receive. In Psalm 31, 15, it says, my life, my every moment, my destiny, it's all in your hands. So I know you can deliver me from those who persecute me relentlessly. At the right time, God will provide your need. At the right time, he will deliver you maybe somebody's not persecuting, but the devil's always persecuting. Maybe there's not somebody physically coming after you, but every instance of your life in the right time, God's going to deliver you. At the right time, God will rescue you. At the right time, God will give you the miracle that he sees fit, the miracle that's actually going to help you, the miracle that's going to build you up. And be ready and open to say, it might not be the miracle that I want. Do you know what the right time is? It's his time. The fact that you can wait for that time to come or even the fact that someone could be called home to be with Jesus, isn't that just a miracle? We forget the fact that we can stay around waiting for our miracles to happen, that in between time where we are somehow okay is a miracle. The fact that we're standing there waiting for it and still believing for it. It's a simple miracle that we can make it to the miracle, you know, because we're getting there. And God's holding us in that place and taking care of us. Um, yeah, it's an overlooked miracle. I mean, a lot of these are the stuff that we're used to. Sometimes you can be given things by God, but then you get so comfortable in what he has given you that you forget where it came from. And that's so true. I mean, it, it happens to me, you know. Uh, me and my wife, we have a good life. We both have good jobs, and sometimes we'll get home. We don't have too much worries when it comes to financial stuff, and we can just get home and just forget to thank God for it. And we'll lay down in our bed, watch TV, eat, go to sleep. We don't even thank God. We don't pray sometimes. You, know, you get so used to the habit that you're comfortable, that you don't have anything to worry for, that you just forget that God's the one providing for all this. That, yeah, thank him, man, because without him, none of this would be here. And, you know, and sometimes when that kind of stuff happens, um, 
God will not give it to you until you're ready because he doesn't want you to fail. And maybe you go through the motions of serving God and being there for the church like we all do. And say, I'm serving the church every day, you know, and um, we forget and that we're even able to be in a church and, and be able to praise God freely. And we forget about those miracles and we, f- we get content in what we're doing. And we forget to seek God and say, oh, this is, you know, God gave this to us. There's no need to praise him. The fact that we can make our payments on everything that the church has to do and the fact that our buildings here, it's, it's in good shape. We have projectors, microphones, and everything. Those are all miracles that our churches don't have. And you overlook them and we don't praise God for them. So it is a simple miracle that God is keeping you in the place of waiting so he can give you the miracle you want so that when you get it, you can live for him and not lose sight of him. So the miracle of you waiting is him getting you ready for what you're going to receive. And that's a simple miracle you can't overlook. And what good would it be if you gave you a miracle you're asking for and it led to your self-destruction? Our God is way too good to allow that to happen. He loves you way too much to set you up for failure no matter what. If you're not ready and he knows you're going to fail, he's not going to put you there. Not only is his timing different from our timing, his ways are different from our ways. Isaiah 55 says, verses 8 and 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Miracle happened the way God, he wants it to happen, God wants it, and nothing is too hard for him. Jeremiah 32, 27, I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? No, he's being sarcastic. Come on, man, he knows the answer. It ain't too hard. He doesn't want you to answer that. He already knows. You know, he is God. We are not. You know, and, and in our miracles and the way God sets us up, he's playing the long game. You know, we are too, right? We're like, we're saving for retirement. Got that 401k, stock options. And we're playing the long game for retirement, man. And, and God's playing the long game for eternity. He is setting up our actions today and what we do in the simple miracle of touching someone's life. When, when we're at McDonald's or Chick-fil-A, well, we're Christians, so Chick-fil-A. When we're at Chick-fil-A and uh, we are, you know, interacting with people and we are kind to them and we are just loving to them. And they in turn go loving, are in loving to someone else and God can touch their lives. We are somehow setting up future generations because that love can carry and the simple miracle of kindness that we are to others, like the love that God has put in us, when we give it to others, they can carry. And the long game of God for eternity, that can set up generational things. You never know where that's going to lead somebody. Hey, that guy was actually really nice to me, you know. And then maybe you see them again, and you're like, hey, you know, I want to come to church. You know, you never know. And um, you touch one person who touches another who touches another. In order for us to see the simple miracles in our lives, we need to focus on God and remember that we can ask for what we want, but we need to be ready to receive what he wants to give. We ask and he gives. We ask. We don't order. We ask and he gives. You know, so don't be so consumed on getting the miracle you asked for that you can't see the miracle that God is doing all around you and through you. You may never have gotten your miracle the way you thought you would have, but maybe that led others to getting theirs. You know, a few months ago, I know my wife briefly mentioned this during her preaching. Um, in January, I got COVID. And I'm like, oh, God, it's going to be okay. You're my healer. I'm good. Right? I'll be back to work in two weeks. Okay. So a few days go by, and I'm still the same. And then, okay, maybe I'll go to the hospital. 
because I was having a little bit of trouble breathing, so I went to the hospital on a Saturday. And they said, you're fine, go home. Yeah, you have COVID, you're going to recover. I said, okay. Um, that week I got really, really bad. And every one night I woke up, it was Friday night, five days after I went to the hospital. I thought I'd be better by now because God's my healer. And I said, God, you're going to deliver me. I know that miracle's coming. We're good. And I wasn't. I got really sick and I woke up one night and I couldn't breathe. My oxygen levels were like in the 70s. Um, oxygen saturation. So I called my wife. She was staying in a different room. I felt so bad. She panicked because I was like barely breathing on the phone. I said, yeah, I got to go to the hospital. And she's like, no, no, you're fine. I said, no, I got to go to the hospital. Um, you ever walk in, probably not, but I walked into the hospital emergency room and I'm like, hey, I don't feel good. I have COVID. He's like, okay, let me measure your oxygen. And there were like six people waiting ahead of me and he measured my oxygen and he said, nah, man, you're coming right now. Get him a wheelchair. He's got to go in. And I'm like, no, I mean, they're here first. He's like, dude, you got to go. We got to get you on oxygen right away. And so I went there and I'm like, okay, they're going to see me. They're going to give me some antibiotics and I'll go home. And I even texted him. I said, I think they're going to release me today. And then the specialist comes in and he's like, look, so your lungs are supposed to be black when you do an x-ray. Your lungs are white. That's all pneumonia. You have double pneumonia, 100%. Your lungs are covered. It's really bad. I really recommend you stay. We're going to give you experimental treatments that we don't know if they're going to work or not. So at one point they had me, like I think, on 13 different medications because one medication gave me a side effect. that They had to give another medication to counter, and then that gave me a side effect. Then I couldn't eat. Then I couldn't use the bathroom. Then I couldn't sleep. Then that one caused me to cough. And then it was just like a whole thing. And in that time, I was like, God, I'm, I'm praying for my miracle. Like, you know, why isn't it happening? Why am I not out of here yet? You're the healer. You know, give, give me a negative COVID test. And in that time, I um, actually met a nurse who was taking care of me, uh, Emma. Um, and, you know, we started talking a lot. She actually had me like five of the nights I was there. So it was really cool. We actually were actually my night nurse a lot of the days. And uh, I wasn't feeling too good. They wouldn't give me some medicine that I wanted, like for um, heartburn. And she snuck me in some pills, which is great. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I'm sorry, Emma. I won't say your last name. But <laughs> um, in anyways, um, basically in the hospital, I got really bad. I remember we went to use the bathroom one day, and I collapsed on the floor, and I couldn't move. And they had to, like, get me on the, on the um, back on the bed. A bunch of people came in. They put me, like, they didn't have to, like, they, they thought I was going into V-fib or something. My heart wasn't beating right. So they had to put, like, a bunch of, like, pads on me. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to shock me. I was, like, freaking out, man. But um, they ended up not having to do that. And basically, a few days later, I did end up getting better. About I think it was, like, what, two weeks later, 10 days I was in the hospital. And I was released. And it was another month before I even got back to normal. But uh, I was so upset that I wasn't healed. Um, I missed a friend's wedding that I really wanted to go to. Um, obviously, she understood. But... Um, I was upset with God, and after that, I had to kind of sit. He's like, do you not see that while you were in the hospital, you know, you were speaking to these people, and specifically Emma, who I talked to a lot, and I actually exchanged numbers, you know, we still text. And lo and behold, um, <laughs> she bought a new place, and it was actually, actually my neighbor now. Uh, randomly, we became neighbors, and, you know, every once in a while, I, I talk to her. I'm trying to get her to come to church, but... Uh, you know, and God puts you in positions and don't see the simple miracle that he's doing through you that he is going to use you for. And because sometimes you're so focused, you have that tunnel vision. If I don't get the miracle that I'm praying for, it's not a miracle. And God's saying, look at the miracle that you are to others. Look at the miracles around you as you're waiting for the miracle you're believing for. And we got to focus on that sometimes. You know, and... um 
And we can get it twisted, like I said, you know, it's not just a miracle when it's what we want. And his, all the miracles are always for his glory every time, right? And sometimes his glory doesn't always mean our personal prosperity here on earth. Um, sometimes we have to suffer to show that he can still carry us and take care of us. But it's never really true suffering because he's always with us. Um, and we need to stop having tunnel vision and be only willing to see the miracle if it's the one we ask for. We need to focus on God so that our eyes can be opened and we can see the simple miracles that he is doing all around us every single day. How can we be a living testimony every day to those we encounter, even through our struggle? Let the light of God shine through you. That is a simple miracle. It's not all about the big, huge miracles. Trust in God, live in the moment for him and see the simple miracle that he does in your lives every single day because you are missing many that he does for you. Amen. Uh, so I'm going to pray now. If you guys would just bow our head and in a moment we're going to go back into a time of worship. Father God, I just pray, God, that this message really opens our eyes, God, and it glorifies you that we can focus on the simple miracles that you provide in our lives, that you use us for. And God, may we always focus on you and not be so focused on what we want that we don't see what you want us to have, that you don't see what we need, that we don't see what we need. You always see it. And God, I just pray, Lord, that you guide us and you be with us always, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The River YA. All of our links to keep in touch are down below. We hope this blessed you and we'll see you next time at The River. Come find life.